0: Hey, it's Meatball. And Mark. And this is the Rocker Morning Show on demand from 1077 RKR. Kalamazoo's Rock Station, 1077 RKR, Rock Morning Show with Meatball.
1: And Mark Frankhouse. Hi, Mark. How are what you? At? How you doing, bro? I'm good. How was your weekend? It was good. Yeah, Super chill. Very chill? Yes. Mm. Needed that. It was quite so it I was caught up. chilly. Yeah, yeah. I actually caught up on Loki because Mania is coming out this weekend. Oh, yeah.
0: That's right. And I
1: had to catch up on that because that's going to lead into... This new Ant Man and uh, and Wasp movie, which I'm mm-hmm. pretty stoked for.
0: Mm-hmm. I do. So. I watched the movie this weekend too. I watched uh, the menu on HBO. Have you seen Ooh. that?
1: I have heard about that. Yeah, I've heard big things about it.
0: There was. Um there was a couple like really high end restaurants around the world that just happened to close about the same time this movie came out and upon watching it and looking into it, it's clear why I I, like, I can definitely see why uh, people kind of have a negative look on the very high end and bougie kind of restaurants around the world now. Um, this movie, like I knew there was something weird about it, because Anya Taylor Joy's in it, and like she, like ninety percent of what she's in, I'm just like, why do I feel so weird about this movie? You know, <laughs> always has a weird vibe to it. Uh, but yeah, the menu, great movie, very odd.
1: Yeah, I bet uh, it looked really weird. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah I time. watched Wakanda Forever, too. That was cool. I, oh, haven't, yeah. I haven't seen that. Yeah, that
0: was... a great movie. Great movie. That was so, pretty sweet. So nothing really exciting for you, huh?
1: No, just kind of hung out and uh, did my thing. So. Okay, very cool. What about you? What'd you get into?
0: Well, um... I, I mean, I, I made a quick trip up to Grand Rapids to get some stuff done this weekend. And meet yeah. up with a couple friends. Like, it was just a real quick trip. But um, Saturday, when I was getting ready for the trip, um, I think somebody tried to break into my apartment. What? Yeah. Um... I uh I was in the shower, I was getting cleaned up, ready to go on the trip, and I hear this big bang. And it sounded like somebody in my apartment complex had yeah. just slammed the door really hard, you know? Yeah. I hear it all the time. Nothing really to think about. But I was like, man, that was really close. It had to have been my upstairs neighbors or something like that. So I'm like, hopefully that wasn't my door. So I walk out in the into the Single room that my apartment is. Yeah. And I look around, I was like, well, everything's good. Door's still locked. All right, we're all set. So I just carry on with my business and, you know, packing everything up. I open the door to go walk out. I have my bag behind me. I close the door and there is a footprint. On my door, Whoa! very solidly there from like, you know, you walk around in all the salt and the dirt yeah. and stuff on the ground. Like you can't hide your shoe if what you put it against hell? a bright red door. Oh my God. Dude. There is a very solid shoe print with a little bit of a smear on it on my door where somebody tried to kick it in. And I noticed after that, when I went to go lock my door, the bolt was much looser than it was oh, before. Oh, that's not good. So I shot an email to the property persons, and I was like, hey, I'm leaving for the weekend. But, like, is my stuff still going to be here when I get back? It's like, what? But, yeah, it dawned on me, too, while I was thinking about it. I was like, I was in the shower when this happened, and I heard the big bang of somebody kicking the door. And then I heard a big thud, too. And I was like, I wonder if that was somebody, like, trying to throw their shoulder into it, too. Yeah. But, yeah. That is
1: weird. Why you, of all places?
0: I don't know, man. Like... That's the most inconspicuous apartment. Like, maybe it's that Karen trying to get into like, I know you're making drugs behind that black curtain on oh your window. That lady. Yeah. The shoe looks like it's maybe a, a an adult size seven, though. It's very small. <laughs> I say small. I in, small in, in in relative to my feet. I wear like freaking flippers. I'm a thirteen, right. you know. But right. like it pretty small shoes, but like Yeah. They were gonna get a shock that- though if they broke into my apartment while I was naked in the shower, man. That is <laughs> that's
1: gonna be like I'm never oh god. That's when that's when you charge them. Yeah, no joke. You just charge at him. Like, Stand ah, up. giant naked man running at me, oh god.
0: That's a reform project right there. I'll never, I'll never do bad again. I'll <laughs> never try and rob anyone ever again. Dear God, just don't let large naked men charge me. Calamus Rock Station, 107.7 RKR. Rock and Morning Show with Meatball. And
1: Mark Frankhouse. All right. Meatball, uh, do you know what on the lodge with it means? On the lodge with it? Yes. I do not. I'm not, I'm
0: not all up on that lingo, apparently. So three wow, I just years sounded a- like I'm 80 years old.
1: <laughs> I'm not down with the hip language. <laughs> uh, three years ago, there was a Citywide police investigation in Detroit. Okay. Because about a dozen cars completely stopped traffic on the lodge in Detroit. Okay. And there was cars that were just stopped in the middle of the highway so that a bunch of cars could do donuts. In okay. the middle of the highway, they were just spinning wheels, doing donuts. And All then right. there was an Instagram uh, <laughs> video that popped up and there was this girl recording all this and she's like we're on the lodge with it and it was like hilarious so it's like a
0: fast and furious type of thing in detroit yeah basically it
1: was super funny but i was like oh my gosh dude like what the heck is going on you know because i'd be i'd be a little worried if i was one of those cars that was like you know if you're way back you're like what the heck's going on up there but if if you're right behind there like if you're i don't know That kind of stuff, I always just try to stay away from. Yeah, sure. Uh, So now, anytime there's like craziness on the highway, that people always say, like, they're on the lodge with it. But legitimately, there's a video that just popped up from, I guess this was taken in December, and Uh I only just saw it now. It's a video, I think they are on the lodge with it. Literally, there is a U-Haul truck, and it's flying down the road and it's just shooting up like it's spraying sparks all over the place. It's like driving on the rim or like the rotor. It is just yeah, it's like it's like giant flames shooting out from the front of this thing. There
0: I'm looking at this video right now. There's nothing left. There's no tire, right. no wheel nothing that is just straight like the frame on the ground yeah
1: this video is on the 1077 rkr app you guys can watch it right now just a heads up it does have some language in it naturally because this dude is like what the f is going on
0: i mean you get a pretty good idea as to what's happening on mute
1: (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) Pretty clear what's happening it is crazy though like it's not just like some sparks like half of the (laughs) why would you not pull over you know? <laughs> the fu- the funny thing is he's got his hazards on. Like, bro, <laughs> we know. Somebody you in can- the comment section was like, he is the hazard. <laughs> you can't-, can't hardly see the hazard lights through all the sparks.
0: Oh, my gosh. I mean, it is a U-Haul, so hopefully that person took out the extra insurance policy.
1: Yeah, of, you know? yeah I don't think that 1999 is going to cover that.
2: <laughs> it's time to turn up your dials and tune out the traffic because we're playing... The Daily Five on the Rocker Morning Show, testing the mental magnitude of your favorite morning monkeys on the radio. And now, your hosts for The Daily Five, Meatball and Mark Frank House. It is the Daily Five where
0: Mark and I ask each other questions. The other one answers. Today, I'm asking the questions. Mark is answering. And we got our good friend Chris on the line. Going to help you out. How are you, Chris? Good, good.
1: Awesome, man. Thanks for hanging out with us today. You know what the deal is. You and me got to get three out of five questions correct. If we do, we get the point to start the week. If not, Meatball takes that early victory. So let's get this rolling. I'm ready right. for it. All
0: right, let's do this. I
1: kind of lofted you the the victory Oh, did you really? But, oh, okay, well, okay. Hold, you did a good job.
0: Hold on, hold on. The, the wheel's not working all this. There we go. All right. All right. <laughs> Having some issues with the wheel this morning. All right, question number one. To start off a new week, this is in the category of art. Okay. What piece of work did Michelangelo, not the turtle, the, the artist, <laughs> take more than 40 years to complete? Wow. Was it? The chapel of the uh, the the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel, Pietà, and that's the statue of Mary holding Jesus after his crucifixion. Okay. Or the tomb of Pope Julius II.
1: I want to say uh, it's the first one, the Sistine Chapel. Yeah, the,
0: this, yeah, the ceiling or, or whatever. I don't think it was the Jesus one. Or, yeah, uh, I think
1: I think let's go with the ceiling. I think you're right on that one.
0: Both you feel in the Sistine Chapel, huh? Yep. You fell wrong. Uh-huh. Wow. So Pieta took him about a year, 1498 to 1499. Sistine Chapel took him four years, wow. 1508 to 1513. His longest project was the tomb of Pope Julius II. 1505 to 1545. It took him 40 years to do it.
1: That's way too long.
0: Yeah, I think halfway through that, I'd be like, nah, I'm done with this.
1: Listen, just shade in the background and we're good.
0: Like, I realize he's the Pope, but like, nah, I'm done.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Somebody named
0: George can finish it up. That's fine. All right, question number two. This is general kind of knowledge. What was, this is funny. What was banned in Indonesia for simulating passion? I'm going to read that again because it's an odd question. What was banned in Indonesia for simulating passion? Was it the shake weight, wrestling, or the hula hoop? (laughs) And you can guess what simulating passion kind of means in this situation. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, What do you think? Okay, the shake weight and what... Shake weight, wrestling, and the hula
1: hoop. Simulating passion,
0: <laughs> man. Yeah, it definitely was the shake weight. I don't know what what do you guys think.
1: Um, man, like good, like good money would be the shake weight, obviously, for obvious for obvious reasons. Uh, it could be the hula hoop though, um, but. Yeah, I think I think meatball threw in the shake weight because it's obvious and it's the hula hoop. But let's go with the shake weight just because it's funny. <laughs>
0: both, both you guys feeling the shake weight uh, then, huh? Yeah,
1: yeah it's I, I, shake I, weight final answer. I, even though I, yeah. I got a feeling it's hula. Hoop. I don't know. Yeah. Mark's feeling hula was hoop. right.
0: Yeah, it was the hula hoop. Yeah. The hula hoop was banned for simulating passion. Yeah,
1: that's ridiculous. I don't
0: don't know the status of the shake weight, honestly, or if anyone in Indonesia has ever seen one. (laughs) But I'm sure they'd ban it. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's even more suggestive than the hula hoop. (laughs) All right, question number three. This one is geography. I thought it was going to be goop, goop, goop. Goop, goop. Goop, goop. That's definitely banned in Indonesia.
1: That's what comes out of the shape. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. All
0: right, we're moving on. Question number three. Geography. Asia is the largest continent on the planet Earth. What is the second largest continent? Is it Africa, North America, or
1: Antarctica?
2: Africa. I'm going to... Oh, Africa or Antarctica. That's my question. Yeah. Um,
1: I think it's Antarctica.
2: You think it's bigger than that? Yeah, I think you can fit, like, three United States in Africa, so it's pretty big.
1: Uh,
2: yeah. Uh, yeah, let's go with Antarctica. I don't know. I'm going to go with Antarctica. A lot
0: of ice on Antarctica, just saying.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, can we, I don't know. Africa. Africa. Africa? Africa. Um,
1: hmm. Yeah, yeah let's... I don't know. Well, I'll go with you, man. Yeah. I, I'll go with I, you. I have no clue. It's it's a toss-up, but let's go with Antarctica.
0: Antarctica? Okay, yeah.
1: Antarctica. Yeah. Uh, Chris says Africa. Uh, what, are you, all right, what are you feeling, Chris? Let's break it down. <laughs> let's break it down here because we're at Africa. I want to make sure you're on the same page here. Yeah.
2: I want Africa, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to go with what you want to go with, I guess. Uh yeah. Oh man, let's try it. let's let's stick with Africa, man. All right, let's, like stick let's stick with Africa.
1: Let's stick yeah, my again, I'm <laughs> I'm failing on I know my gut reactions yeah. today, so I'm I'm willing to take the loss, even though I know I got it right. So let's go with uh Africa.
0: You were right to trust Chris on this one. Let's go, Africa. Chris Africa.
1: There we go! Oh wow!
0: Yeah, I threw I threw Antarctica in there. I even threw you the hint there. Most of Antarctica that you see on the planet is ice. Right, like, there's a landmass yeah, there, yeah. but it's it's mostly under ice. So yeah, uh-huh. man,
1: Chris by the there. Yeah,
0: saved. All right, this one is science, and it's a weird one. Bill Nye the Science Guy. Bill, Bill, Bill. Renowned yeah. TV scientist patented which of the following items? Is it wireless electricity, a home version conveyor pizza oven, or a new pair of dancer shoes? One of these is 100% correct. What is the first one? Wireless electricity? Wireless electricity. Uh, He's got to do that home pizza oven. <laughs> I would love one home. of those.
1: <laughs> the home, Did you hear about that or something?
0: No, I didn't, but it just sounds right. I don't know of a wireless electricity. Yeah. I
1: don't know. I, it's weird. I you, got, know.
0: you got dancer shoes in there, too. Uh, yeah, do
1: <laughs> <laughs> Was Bill Nye on uh, Dancing that, with the Stars?
0: I don't know. I don't watch that
1: show. I don't know man That's a that's a tough one They're all goofy as hell All of them Wireless electricity and dancing shoes I don't know none of them make sense <laughs> At all So I don't know Let's just go with pizza oven Let's just stick with pizza stick with oven, pizza with oven? Yeah, yeah. Uh, So uh, wireless
0: electricity That was almost uh, Nikola Tesla That yeah. wasn't Bill Nye The yeah. pizza oven thing I made up Bill Nye actually created a new <laughs> pair of dancer shoes. Wow. Ballet what? shoes. Yeah, ballet shoes designed to protect dancers' toes. Because in oh. 2002, you were close when you were saying a dancing show. Yeah. He was the ice cube on Masked Dancer on Fox.
1: Oh, gotcha.
0: And part of the clue was that he had created a new pair of ballet shoe to protect the toe and the foot of the dancers. Gotcha. Yeah. In 2002.
1: God. <laughs> None of that makes any sense.
0: One of the most off-the-wall facts I think I've ever learned.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That is
0: weird. All right, last question. This one, uh, just for fun. This is general knowledge. I don't know if you've ever noticed or not, but, uh, I mean, when you go into an Aldi store, have you ever noticed music?
1: Not necessarily. No, I
0: haven't. Because they don't play music. All, yeah. of, all these stores do not play music. Why right. is that? Is it because they think it's a distraction for shoppers and they want them to focus on their shopping? Is it because it's cheaper? Or is it because some people complained enough about the music they were playing, they just stopped it altogether?
2: I think it's it like,
0: distracts them from getting in and getting out. Their, their quickness, you know, getting in and getting out, doing
1: your shopping. Yeah. Right? That makes sense. Yeah, let's go with that. The distracted shopper? Yep, distraction. People were complaining, weren't they? No, it's actually cheaper. Oh, wow. Yeah, that makes sense. They don't have to
0: pay all the fees to play the music. Therefore, they can keep the cost of their groceries down. Nice. That blew my mind when I saw that. and It makes me more apt to shop at Aldi, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, well, man. (laughs) We that, that, on that that's one. That's just but
0: it, crazy.
1: <laughs> tell you what, you at least you got the win. You got the four-pack of tickets to see the K-Wings this Saturday,
2: dude. Thanks, man.
1: Hey, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for uh, trying to get me the dub today.
2: <laughs> All right, thanks, guys.
0: Galveston's Rock Station 1077 RKR Rock and Morning Show with me Paul. And
1: Mark Frank House.
0: Alright, so we have something going on this week that I'm very excited for because a week from tomorrow out of Wings Event Center Papa Roach is going to be in town and I love seeing that band live. Yeah,
1: it's going to be cool. What is this? The Rockzilla Tour? The Rockzilla
0: Tour. I yeah. believe this is the second leg of the Rockzilla Tour. They did a leg of it last year. Uh it is Papa Roach Falling Universe, uh, I believe from Ashes to New is on this tour as well. Yeah. Um, and and I can't remember the other openers uh on this show. But nonetheless, Papa Roach, Falling Universe, obviously the two big names on there. And uh the show's next week. So yeah, it's on Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah. It's a great <laughs> no time less. to go, you know. She yeah. loves me not, the song by uh Papa Roach. It'd be like perfect, yeah.
1: Heck great. yeah. So we're giving you your last resort to go to that show mm-hmm. at the wings event center next week and we're, we're giving you the chance every single day pretty much yep. so, uh, so but- it happens in the eight o'clock hour mm-hmm. and uh, all you gotta do is listen with meatball and myself and we'll give you that cue to call when you hear that it's time to call yeah call at number seven you get it
0: super easy uh you'll hear papa roach you'll hear us and then you just call in to win those
1: yep. tickets it'll be sometime in the eight o'clock hour mm-hmm. every day this week So So.
0: you want to make sure you're listening after eight for sure. If you're already at work by that time, make sure your coworkers are listening to us as well. Yep. Um, And then, you know, even after we're done with that,
1: you should do that too. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Then then grab a beer with us when you go, when you win.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That sounds good. So yeah, Papa Roach going to be in town at Wings Event Center on the 14th. We are giving away last resort tickets all this week after eight o'clock. So uh, we're about 10 minutes away, less than 10 minutes away from eight o'clock. So who knows When it could happen, but it is going to happen after 8 o'clock. Your chance for last resort. Tickets to go see Papa Roach Valentine's Day at the Wings Event Center. Make sure you're listening for your chance to call.
2: This is the Rocker Morning Show. We're going to pay the rent. With Meatball. With our rock. And Mark Frankhouse. (laughs) On 1077 RKR, the Rocker.
0: Kalamazoo's Rock Station, 107.7 RKR. Rock Morning Show with me, Paul. And
1: Mark Freckhouse.
0: Mark, uh, have you seen those articles about, like, the weirdest things people find um, at, like, TSA and security in airports? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember any of those items? Like,
1: anything that stuck out to you? Man, I'm trying to remember. Uh, there was... Well... <laughs> An adult toy. I remember somebody, <laughs> they thought, yeah, they thought it was like a suspicious device and they got right. it out and they're like, oh.
0: Yeah. Sorry, mind. lady. Move
1: along. Sorry, sir, sir or madam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can
0: move along now. Um, I've heard rumors of this, but I've never seen it until now. Yeah. Um, remains, like skeletal remains. Oh. Saw. <clears throat> showing up. Yeah, that's not good. This happened in Detroit this past week. Not human. Dolphin. A dolphin? Dolphin skull. Somebody tried to get a dolphin skull through the airport. Why? I don't know. Uh, so the, the short version of this is an unattended piece of luggage went through security as they normally do with unattended luggage. And inside, you can see this over on the Rocker app, they saw something suspicious. Turned out to be a dolphin skull.
1: How did they acquire a dolphin skull?
0: So there's there's a lot of questions going on here. They, they don't know whose luggage this is because it was unattended. And it sounds like during transit of the person and their luggage, they got separated from wherever they were coming from, coming into Detroit. So maybe the luggage got shipped to Detroit on accident or something. It's, it's still very confusing and they're trying to figure all this out. But nonetheless, this ended up in the Detroit airport, And it's very, very bad because those are protected animals through, like, a marine mammal act. And you're not supposed to have those. Well,
1: I was going to say, too, was it, like, rotting in the suitcase or is it just, like, the skeletal head? No,
0: no, no. It was just the skull. Like, it was was clean. Okay. I thought it was,
1: like, somebody cut the dolphin's (laughs) head off and then stuffed it in a... Suitcase and- Like what was the
0: uh, – like from the godfather, the head of the horse, you know, in the bed. You yeah. know, somebody who's going to do the same thing with a dolphin. Exactly. That's oh, That's how I was like,
1: how did that even pass the smell test? Yeah.
0: Well, I'm curious how it passed any security test because like the the protected marine mammal thing is like an, a worldwide thing. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, it's okay to fly with a dolphin skull in China or something like that <laughs> or, or any other country – and then not in the U.S. It's like not good anywhere. Yeah, that's so. How did even mm. how did it even get that far? You know, because somebody had to put that luggage on a plane before it got to Detroit. Yeah, easily. And it's not like somebody in the Great Lakes found it. There are no dolphins in the Great Lakes, <laughs> contrary to popular belief. No whales, no dolphins in the Great Lakes. Um, allegedly, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but how did it, I? I don't understand how they can't figure out where this came from, because obviously this suitcase had to go through security somewhere to get into the air.
1: They should be able to map it back at least.
0: Right. Or at the very least, just call like every airport on the planet and go, hey, did any of y'all check a dolphin
1: skull and luggage at some point? They must have, they must have misplaced it on (laughs) porpoise.
0: I don't know, it seems... Kalamazoo's Rock Station, 1077 RKR, Rock and Morning Show with me, Paul. And Mark Frankhouse. All right, we need to get into fancy mode here because we're talking about why not yes. again. It's going to be a lot of fun. March 4th, Fetzer Center, Western Michigan University. Uh This is the first time in three years that we've done this, is that right? Yeah,
1: that's correct. So this is the cool thing. We've, we've been talking about this, how $50 gets you in the doors Mm-hmm. for three hours, and that's with unlimited sampling. Yeah, this,
0: this is a big change from recent years because it, before it was like pay per ticket yeah. or something like that. Yep. This is one fee up front in the door, you're there, try them all.
1: This is the best part about it, too. There's designated driver tickets. Yes. So those are $10. So if you don't have a DD, 10 bucks, and you're safe. Boom. You don't even have to worry about it. So yep. don't stress about any of that stuff. That's mm-hmm. why why not Kalamazoo has got you covered with this whole thing? Because again, mm-hmm. it, you guys are going to be there for three hours. You're going to have unlimited sampling. <laughs> you know, you're, you're going to need a safe way to get home. Right. Why not? looking out for you.
0: And it's not just like walk in and a bunch of wine booths and stuff. And that's it. Like you're right. just walking around trying wine. There's other vendors there. There's other things going on. Uh, I think we're going to have, uh, I'm sure there's going to be some forms of entertainment. You and me yeah, there yeah, are trying sure. wine, I think is entertainment yeah. in its own. <laughs> Uh, exactly. That's going to be a fun
1: night. But if you've got a local business and you want to expose your business to more people, I mean, VIP is already sold out. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. might want to get your general admission tickets at Kalam- why winnottkalamazoo.com right now because it's going to be a full house. And like I said, we're going to have a, a band there, some live entertainment. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you're looking to volunteer too, which gets yep. you free sampling volunteer, or if you've got a booth, that if you're a vendor and you want to get a booth at why not. You can go to WhyNotKalabazoo.com as well. Everything is up there for you all in one place.
0: Plenty of opportunities for you to get out to why not this year. Again, this is the first time we've done it in several years, so very excited to have people back out for this, uh, excited to have not just the wineries that have been there before, but some of the new ones yeah. and some, uh, some different ones that are just coming in to check this out. Um, I think they they said somewhere north of like eighty different wineries, that's well cool. over a hundred different types of wine. Yeah, the, uh, to be trying. It's so. just
1: such a chill vibe there. Yeah. Like that's what I like most about it. It's really low key. There's not like is that crazy? It's not like a club, you know.
0: <laughs> I mean, it might be once you and I start drinking the wine, you know, it might turn into a club. <laughs> Fetzer Center's gonna get all wild up in there, man.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, it's going to elevate to another level. If I get enough <laughs> wine
0: in me, I'll break out the uh, the Eddie Van Halen tights. You oh know, like the, the, the Diamond Dave.
1: <laughs> if you would like to see me ball. No, in... no, 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 no. <laughs>
0: no, I'm kidding. That's probably a deterrent. We already talked about me naked tackling people earlier this morning. <laughs> no, that's a deterrent. No, I, I'm not going to be wearing the tights. Come and hang out with us. It's going to be a lot of fun. Again, if you want to get information on why not, you can do so also on the Rocker app and at WRKR.com. How to get involved? How to be a uh, volunteer? How to get your vendor there as well? And how you can get tickets? Again, upfront one time uh, fee. You get in the door. You try all the wines, and then we've got some uh, we've got some opportunities for you to get home safe as well. Totally. That's it.
1: That's all. Just get your tickets now. Right. Come drink. Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR, the Rocker Morning Show with Meatball and Mark Frankhouse. Today, we are joined by a very special guest, guitarist for Dio's band, Last in Line, and Def Leppard. Please welcome to the Rocker Morning Show, Vivian Campbell. Thanks for hanging out with us today, dude. Hey,
0: my pleasure. So, you know, you're not just the guitarist for Def Leppard. That's a very oversimplification of what you do. But, you know, this just happens to be, you know, what you're doing real heavily now in the rock world you've been with Whitesnake, you toured with Lou Graham, Dio, Then Lizzie. Like, have you ever been a part of a band in your career that didn't eventually become like a household name?
2: <laughs> uh yeah, yeah. My first band out of Ireland was uh called Sweet Savage, and nobody heard of us except for Metallica. They covered one of our songs.
0: Really? Oh, oh wait, 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 wait. Which yeah. song did Metallica cover from your first band?
2: Uh, a song called Killing Time. It's on the their Garage Days album.
0: Yeah, oh That's my sweet. gosh. That was your original song.
2: Yeah, yeah, I wrote that when I was like 16. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, you know, you don't make a penny out of it, and then, like, decades later or, you know, record it sudden you get a royalty check, it's like, woo, excellent. Yeah, oh, right? that's
0: fantastic. Um, you know, what was what was being in that early band like compared to, you know, what you're doing now?
2: Well, you know, what I do now, I, you know, Def Leopard is my day job. I've right. been with Def Leopard for 31 years. Wow. I'm still the new guy, which is great. <laughs> I hope it's always that way. Um, and then, you know, I have the band called Last in Line, which right. started from the, the remnants of the original Deal band. And started as a, as a fun sort of project, basically just playing songs from the the first three Dio albums that we wrote and recorded with Ronnie. And, and then, you know, a couple of years down the line, got offered a record deal. And so, Jericho comes out on March thirty first, and Jericho is sure. actually our third album of original music. So we play uh, a combination of the early Dio classics and original music that, that's in a similar vein. And uh, so that's. Not my day job, but it's very, very much a, a passion project for me and, and something I take very seriously and something I really enjoy doing. Um, so, I, you know, when I'm not working with Leopard, I'm working with Last of Line and vice versa. And it's been that way for many years. I actually didn't realize how, how much time I was investing into my work on, until COVID happened. and so oh, like yeah. like a lot of people around the world, when, when everything comes to a grinding halt, you get a chance to reflect. And I, I realized that, you know, i would just been constantly. Playing with both bands, so which is a good thing, you know, because that's that's all I ever wanted to do in my life was to, to play angry rock guitar, and I, I get to do it with right. the exceptional, but very very different bands. But but we play different ends of the spectrum. I mean, Def Leppard, we play stadiums. With uh, last in line. We play clubs and small theaters, <laughs> and you travel in a Sprinter van for six hours till your ass gets numb. Yeah, yeah. Cheese sandwich every day. You sleep in a Holiday and Express if you're lucky, you know, and, and you play in venues where your shoes stick to the floor, you know, but it it, it gives me a, a real appreciation of when I go back to work with Def Leppard, you know, because it, it's such an exceptional band and we're exceptionally fortunate to be at this stage in our career, sure. at this stage in our lives, you know, and uh, we don't take any of it for granted, so it's, it's all good. If you just joined
1: us, we are hanging out with Last in Line and Def Leppard guitarist Vivian Campbell, talking about both projects and the upcoming tour. Is it easy for you to balance those two bands being so different from one another?
2: Totally, yes. Um, they're very different things. Like like Def Leppard, our, our vocals are really our, our secret weapon. We We sing live. We do it very, very well. We work very hard at it. We're... The only band that, that's really in the hard rock genre that can sing like the Beach Boys or whatever, you know, <laughs> it's, 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 or the Eagles, you know, it's, that's what makes Def Leppard, part of what makes Def Leppard so unique. Yeah. And the fact that we do it live is, is what really makes us unique, because not a lot of bands do that anymore. Um but, uh, you know, and there's two guitar players, so myself and Phil, we, we share the workload with that. But when I go to Last in Line, I'm the only guitar player, and I refuse to sing in that band. Because <laughs> I get enough of that in my day job. So, so you know, that, that was the whole beauty of Last in Line for me. Uh, not just to reconnect to my original Dio roots, but to get to play guitar like that, you right. know, where, where I don't have to sing. And it's just, you know, murdering my Les Paul. So <laughs> that was what I started doing, and it's good to be able to to have a, a dose of that, you know?
0: Right. It sounds to me like, you know, you treat Def Leppard like an, a, a regular person would treat their day job. Like, this is my, my 9 to 5, this is what I do. And then Last in Line is like that guy that has the cover band at the bar that he just goes out to play guitar and have fun with in the evenings, right?
2: Well, Last in Line is a very spontaneous band as well. We right. play like we frequently go off on little tangents. Um, <laughs> you know, the Def Leppard show is, is very production heavy so it's very scripted in a way you know it's we it's it's very tight you know we don't go off script Uh you know you can't when you have that much production you know lights and video and staging and all these different things happening all these different components you know we're last in line like i said we're planning bars and clubs and theaters and and we don't have production i mean it's four guys in a black (laughs) t-shirt true so it's it's a very different thing, sure. Um, but I mean, I, I get joy from from both bands in, in different ways. And you know, what I really, really like about when I go back to Def Leppard after playing with Last in Line, so confident in my abilities as a guitar player because right. playing in Last in Line really keeps me absolutely razor sharp. You know, when I go back to to the Def Leppard stuff, it, it's like I don't even have to think about it. I just play so much better. You know, the, the challenge in Leopard is to play and to sing at the same time. And right. Right that's uh that's that's what we do well
1: touching on that the production of that show and touring with Def Leppard you guys have been touring with Motley Crue for the past year or so and you're about to do an overseas run with them uh, can you tell us how massive that tour has been and, and what what it's like traveling amongst all the legends of rock on that tour
2: yeah it was we started last summer the, the stadium tour was supposed yeah. to happen in 2020 obviously you know got kicked back with COVID for a couple of years sure um and it, it's phenomenal I mean it was it was absolutely joyous to do that tour last summer uh all the bands got along great uh the crew you know literally the the road crews you know it you know, intersected and worked seamlessly and and um so yeah we're going we did north america last year with with molly and joan Jett and poison we're going overseas this year we start in a couple of weeks actually less than two weeks we start in mexico city um with Motley and going to South America, then we go extensively through Europe and UK, Ireland, Scandinavia, May, June, July, and then at the end of the year we're going to be in Japan, Australia, wow. New Zealand,
0: putting
1: okay. on those frequent, yeah, putting on those like frequent year. flyer miles. God, that sounds boring.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, but the thing is, and in between, I'll be playing with Lost in Light. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know keeping
1: it real awesome well hopefully the weather holds up for you guys this next run with motley crew we wish you all the safe travels and congrats to you on ghost town and jericho out on march 31st with the guys in last in line vivian Campbell. thanks so much for hanging out with us this morning man appreciate you
2: thank you both thanks for having me cheers
1: Uh, this was a great time hanging out with vivian Campbell from last in line and def leopard the full interview on demand right now on the 1077 rkr app download it and check it out
0: Kalamazoo's Rock Station 1077 RKR, Rock and Morning Show with me, Paul. And
1: Mark Frankhouse.
0: You know, um, I think it was last year, actually, America's Favorite Island uh, was listed. And I'm sure you can go back on the Rocker app and find it. But Mackinac Island yeah. was listed as one of the best island uh, destinations in the entire United States.
1: Yeah, we we really do have to get you up there at some point. Yeah, yeah. So I got to
0: get the fudge for myself instead of people bringing it to me.
1: <laughs> exactly. No, it's just a really cool experience when I went up mm-hmm. there. It was just, I, I was not sure what to expect. Right. But the whole thing, for some weird reason, just felt like home. Because everything is yeah. just so old there, but not like old, like dusty old. Yeah. It was just... So like cool, to,
0: like small townish kind of. Yeah, it was just a so bit.
1: cool to learn the history of that area yeah. and the fort up there. It was just, I don't know, it was just a really life changing experience. It was a lot of fun. But
0: Mackinac Island's like
1: everyone everyone knows about Mackinac Island. Yeah, there are
0: thirty four thousand nine hundred ninety nine other islands. Uh, associated with Michigan. Over 35,000 islands, is that right?
1: Yeah. In the lakes, wow. If you've ever wanted to visit all of Michigan's islands...
0: You can't do it. You're never going to do it.
1: (laughs) Uh, I've I've always wanted to go to Beaver Island. Okay. And then uh, Drummond, Gross Isle, uh, Harsons and, and then Isle Roy- Royale. Isle
0: Royale is um it's one of the most inaccessible state parks in the yeah. country. I believe that was one of our daily five tribute courses, I believe. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it it's uh it's pretty crazy that there are about sixty four thousand nine hundred and eighty oh inland lakes and ponds in Michigan. Jeez! Oh, so nearly sixty five thousand inland lakes and ponds. So there may be other islands
0: on those lakes too.
1: Yeah, there there may be ones that wow. we just don't know about Yeah, But yeah. So breaking that down, if you've ever wanted to hit up every island, I mean hitting up every major island yeah. is possible, but every island in Michigan? Probably not um, possible. Just not in the cards for you because I'll put it into perspective. If you went to five islands every single day for the entire year, Okay, that's seven days a week, yeah. no breaks, all, all holidays, every single day, and you visited five islands every day, which that's that's pushing it. Yeah. Okay, um, that would take you twenty years. <laughs> Good God! So that's just not happening.
0: And that's not the kind. Of, that's not. That's not the kind of island life that like, Bahama Steve and. Uh,
1: you, you basically <laughs> have to be a billionaire or a millionaire to yeah. do that. Because well, that means you, not you can't working. Work. I was going
0: to say, you can't work. Yeah. You can't have any kind of like family or tie downs or anything like that. Oh, I'm living that island life. That's that's the interesting thing. But like, oh, what do you do for a living? Oh, I live that island life. Oh, cool. Like in the Caribbean and Florida and stuff? No. No, Michigan. Beaver. Beaver. Beaver Island. <laughs> it's really interesting, too, some of these islands. Because like, I think it's Isle Royale. Yeah. Um, they have their own like wolf population there. Like some of the islands have moose and bear and wolves on them, which is so cool to me because there's such a small little ecosystem. How did some of those animals get there? You know? It, yeah. Some of them were placed. I know the wolf population, I think it's I think it was on Isle Royale, was actually put there because they were endangered and they disappeared, and so they wanted to yeah. introduce it back into the ecosystem there. But it's crazy, like You can be standing on one island and there's nothing but like chipmunks and squirrels and birds. And then the next one over has bears and moose. Listen,
1: (sighs) we got like 35,000 islands and we were just talking last week about how scientists are trying to bring back the dodo bird. (laughs) That's where we originally eliminated them from anyways, was a random island we found them in. So I don't know. I think Michigan should be a candidate for the dodo bird revival.
0: Uh, I can think of a few dodos that shouldn't be revived though. (laughs) Oh man.
1: Oh man. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding.
0: But we could just throw them on an island. That would I would I would be totally fine with that. Plenty of them. Yeah.